Alrighty, hey, 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 if you clicked on this certain episode, on this certain podcast, you may be here for a few reasons, and, you know, please let me know if I missed one. You know, you are, just taking a guess, you are either a student that's balancing school and work, or you can be working full-time already, and, you know, that job, that full-time job is preventing you from doing the things that you really want to do, um, you know, outside of work. Or you could be someone that's having difficulty maintaining relationships. Uh, it's difficult as you are already putting in 40 hours of your work into something else. Uh, going back to the student thing, you could be a student that wants to work because you're broke. Um, and mom and dad won't you know, help you out as much and you just don't have the time to work. Because even if you did, it wouldn't be worth it with the given hours that you are putting in because school is preventing you from doing that. Um, you even could be someone that's, you know, you're already committed to doing certain things around your life and you just can't simply let that go. And, you know, it's a scary thing because, you know, you could be also scared to invest your time and energy into other things as well because you already got on your plate. But, you know, no matter the case, I am here to share my experiences and see if I can help you out in any way possible. Um, I do want to say a disclaimer, though. I don't have the answers that you may want to hear. You know, I can't say a phrase that could, you know, instantly turn your life around. Like I said in the previous podcast, it's your destiny. You shape your own path. You pave your own way. You know, but what I can do is, like I said before, share my experiences. Because maybe, just maybe, you'll latch and connect and resonate with some of my experiences and get another perspective from someone else that has already gone through it, which is me, obviously. Um, that's honestly the best that I can do, and that's honestly the best that we can do. Today's topic is going to be about can we really maintain a work and life balanced? So let me tell you a story. So I first started working out not working out. I started. I started working at a burger joint. I'm not gonna disclose, you know, any information. But you know, I worked at this burger joint, and you know, the OGs knew where I worked, so you know, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. But anyway, I started working there when I was 16. You know, times were much simpler back then, because when I was in high school, I had little to no expenses because I didn't own a car. You know, mommy always had food on the table, and I had a roof over my head. All I really had to pay for were those pizza slices in school that cost $2.50 during lunch. But, you know, like most high schoolers, I, you know, struggled with financial management for some reason. Because, you know, working at this burger joint, it was already bad enough that I thought $300 every bi-weekly check was a fat check. You know, I would, you know, buy sneakers every time I had the money available and, you know, I would use that check immediately to go out and eat, you know, expensive ass food with the boys almost every other night. You know, before I even realized that my bank account went from, you know, a nice $361 to a really nice $3.78. But, you know, after I got my license and seeing all the boys drive without me, I decided to get my act together and start saving. You know, when I was 17, all the way to 19, I started working 40 plus hours, you know, 40 hour weeks while working diligently in school for those amazing B pluses and C's. I actually gave myself a $20 a day spending limit. And, 
you know, I transferred everything else, you know, the little money that I had into my mom's secondary account just so that I don't have access to it, just so I won't be enticed to try to transfer them into my checkings, you know? And you may be wondering, why did I do all of this? You know, that's a really good question. You know, I wanted to save up for a car. Um, some people said that I should have looked into how much I should save, you know, just to have a general idea of how much I would spend later. But I realized that for me personally, that would limit myself to how much I should save. You know, I would put a deadline onto something that I am not even sure that I could get yet. You know, I, obviously, you know, I have a brain. I knew that I was going to have to save a bit more than $3,000. So, you know, what I did was I just put my head down, metaphorically, and went straight to work. 40 plus hours, working every single day, almost. You know, the whole $20 a day worked like this. I would get paid at least $500 to $600 bi-weekly, you know, because um, you know, I'm making like ten fifty an hour and I'm putting 40 plus hours into my work week. You know, I counted business days as my spending days. So if I were to actually spend any sort of money, you know, Monday through Friday for two weeks, um, you know, that gives me 10 days. If I were to give myself $20 to spend, that would mean I would have to put aside $200 in cash for me to use because 20 times 10 days is $200. The goal was to not surpass $20 a day. And, you know, before you say anything, for a high schooler, spending $20 a day was not that bad because, like I said before, many of us didn't have many expenses. So for every day that I didn't spend the $20 or only used a part of that daily $20 limit, it was then transferred over to the following day. And let me break this down just so that you have an actual understanding. So Monday, I spent $5. Right, the remaining $15 that I did not spend would go over to Tuesday. So then Tuesday, I would now have $35 to spend. Okay, now let's say Tuesday comes around and I spend $10 because I decided to go off during lunch. You know, maybe buy one of them Propel bottles that were way too pricey at the time. You know, that remaining $25 now that I saved would then transfer over to Wednesday, allowing me to spend up to $45 because Wednesday initially was $20 spending limit. Adding 25 that I didn't spend from Monday and Tuesday would then be transferred over to that day as well, which is $45. So let's say once it comes around, I like this idea that I can spend up to $45 and I don't want to touch that. I don't want to hurt that at all. And I discipline myself to not spend anything on that Wednesday. So that untouched $45 would transfer over to Thursday's $20 limit, ultimately allowing me to spend up to $65 if I really wanted to. Do you get the pattern now? You know, it's a very simple yet effective strategy for my work-life balance. You know, the drive of growing and conserving my daily spending limit reminded me of my initial goal, which was what? Which was to buy a car. You know, to me, school wasn't that hard because all I had to do was to get up early enough, pay attention enough, you know, transportation was provided, so that's a resource I took advantage of, you know, public schools and stuff like that. And I just had to clock in and clock out and perform perform all the tasks necessary for that burger joint. You know, and every 14 days I would get a check and every week I would get to transfer all of my untouched money over to my savings, quote unquote which was my mom's secondary account, and I would repeat that same process over and over and over again. You know, by the time I was 19, I saved up to $10,000. Now, 
Before you do the math, there were obviously days that I went way over my daily weekly spending limit. You know, I ain't perfect. <laughs> I am not perfect, but you know, I would then create a consequence for myself so that I would try to not spend that much again. You know, maybe I can't watch YouTube. You know, for that day, or I can't. Know, eat that hot pocket that I saved. You know, I I can't because I have to consequence. I have to punish myself. You know. Um, but yeah, as I gotten older, I realized that money will come. It's just the mentality of why, who, and what I'm working for that made me successful. That made me save up to that much amount of money, and I realized that. Humans. Now, this is key. This is key. If you're kind of dozing off, this is where you listen. You know, I realized that humans, us, can. I don't know why I said humans. It makes me sound like an alien.、Um, I realized that humans, us, can really only focus and prioritize on one or just a few things. You know, because theoretically, we can't really multitask. You know, with the amount of time that we have, you know, which is the twenty-four hour spectrum and our energy levels and how much we can actually give, we can't give one hundred and ten percent of our energy into everything that we do. Because here's the thing: I found that having some of the things that we already deal with in life, that we already perform in life, has to be on autopilot. Yeah, autopilot. It's it's one of the best ways to go about it. I mean, think about it. Do you? Ever think about breathing? Like I know this sounds really dumb, but hear me out. Do you have to remind your brain to exhale every time you inhale? Do you have to remind yourself to step forward with your left foot right after your right foot whenever you walk? No, it's on autopilot, involuntarily doing the work for you. So if you try to give one hundred one hundred ten percent of your effort and energy into other things in life, you are bound to be burnt out. You're going to hit a wall. And eventually crumble with all the weight on your shoulders. However, if you routinely do things in your life with a purpose and strategy that makes sense, it becomes a factor in your life that is on autopilot. For me, going to work at this burger joint and doing my schoolwork afterwards became a routine, sustainable, and a really easy thing to achieve. You know, I then found myself in a balance where I can initiate this autopilot whenever I needed to, while balancing the fact that you know I was also dating a girl at this time. And as I've gotten older, I realized that adults magically acquire the liability of paying for expenses and bills. You know, I realized that working at the same burger joint was not going to be nearly enough to make ends meet, even if I moved up the chain of command. I would overwork myself, and autopilot would take over, and I won't be able to balance anything else. Especially if I clock in, you know, working those fifty to seventy-hour work weeks, it was just too, too much. You know, I then decided to find a job that makes just as much money with half the time. I also decided to move out and become independent, as well as finding another job that can, you know, help me out just a little bit more. Um, and the job that you know that can easily be managed at home on my very own desk, and you know I also met this woman、uh, that I stumbled upon a while ago, made a reconnection again, and you know now I'm dating her. I also have a family to take care of, as well as maintaining strong relationships with all of my brothers from other mothers. You know how do I balance all of this? It goes back to this topic: How do I balance all of this? How do you balance a work and life? 
you know, system. And to be quite frank, I am still trying to master this. You know, but this is what I have learned and developed so far. You know, I wake up and I immediately work on my stay-at-home job. You know, it keeps me motivated. You know, it makes me do something. I have to force to do something in the morning rather than laying down and being sluggish. You know, because once I am up and about and on my computer, I then go to my secondary job, which is conveniently walking distance. You know, it's strange because, you know, my body naturally knows and understands that sitting and working for a certain amount of time will then cause my brain to switch modes and shift gears into working on my secondary job. You know, because, you know, without... Uh, working back to back to back to back to back days, I am able to hang out with my loved ones as well. You know, they kind of bring me back to reality and appreciate life. You know, you see, work for me isn't work anymore. You know, I guess you can say that my work is now a lifestyle. It's, it's on autopilot. You know, autopilot because me waking up and sitting at my desk with a cup of coffee signals to my brain and to myself that I'll be here for some time until my brain goes, oh, Seems like some time has passed, and now it might be the time to get ready to go to your secondary job. <laughs> I don't dread my work at all. You know, I finish the tasks that are, you know, needed to be done and, you know, dealt with, and then I go have fun at my secondary job. You don't hear a lot of people say that, you know, they don't enjoy their job because they hate it, they dread it, they see it as a time consumption and just a waste of energy. I see my job as a part of my early morning routine and something to keep my brain and body flowing throughout the good chunk of the day. It's it's routine and it's comfortable to me. You know, because if you're someone that dreads going to work, you need to create passion in it. If not, it may be because a couple of these reasons. One, it might be the fact that you don't get paid as well as you should. Two, you find that it's not a valuable asset to your future. I don't know why I said it like that. Valuable asset to your future. Sorry. Three, you don't have any friends where you work. That is so hard to do. Because it's it's just you in the workplace then. You know, you, you kind of want to have people that you're friends with. And not friends with, but, you know, you can have a laugh with or make a joke with. Um, four, the environment may not be suitable for your needs. Five, you don't see any connection or appreciation with the work itself or the people surrounding it. It's really difficult to have that on autopilot because you're already stressing out about a couple of those reasons that I just mentioned. And in order to balance work and life, there must be some things in your life that you know you might be claiming um, you know that it takes majority of your time that, has to be on autopilot because once again for me my two jobs are routine and it's on autopilot you know and then i then get to focus on my girlfriend this this podcast that you're listening to and my friends rather than stressing out about you know let's say work secondary job money the staff the girlfriend the podcast my friends my family it's just too much isn't it don't you want some of those things on autopilot finally to answer this question yes Yes, it is possible to maintain a work and life balance. You have to have some things in your life on autopilot. You have to have passion in what you do. Eliminate anything that can be considered a liability for you. Although <laughs> although it's easier said than done. Yes, of course, it's much easier said than done. But it's also easier to get it done than deal with all the negativity, stress, and anxiety that had to be dealt with. 
Yeah. Having a work and life balance is still a debatable topic in social media today, but in reality, anyone can have time if you place certain things on autopilot that can be on autopilot. If you are a nurse, it's kind of hard to make that on autopilot because you you know you're there for at least a hundred to one hundred twenty hours a week. Mentally, you have to understand you can't focus one hundred ten percent on everything in your life. It's just not possible. Some people like to think that it's possible, and you know they can get to a certain extent, but they ultimately run out and they burn out. Then you know stuff like anxiety, stress, and depression can hit. Prioritize and select the things around you that you want to focus one hundred ten percent, and have the other as routine, on autopilot. You know there is no cookie cutter template on how to live life, because if there was. Imagine how crazy society would be. It would be a flawless world that we are living in, but it's not. But we can manage it by doing these things, by making something's autopilot. You know, sometimes, sometimes it's okay to have work outweigh life and life outweigh work. Occasionally, you know, shit happens, and that leads to another question: How do we manage that? Well, that's a topic for another episode. You know, thanks so much for tuning into my podcast. This is by far one of my favorite topics to talk about. So please share this podcast with other people, or listen to this again on the car ride home. But always remember: be open, be kind, be you, and be creative. See you guys in the next episode. Peace.